The Art of the Pivot is brought to you by Signavio. Hello and welcome to another Art of the Pivot podcast with me, Mark Jeffries. Today we are joined by Kieran Akineni, the Chief Marketing Officer for Zulili, the online global retailer selling clothing, footwear, toys and home products as well. Um, Zulili is headquartered actually in Seattle and is part of the Curate Retail Group, which also holds other well-known brands such as QVC and HSN. As CMO, Chief Marketing Officer, Kieran is responsible for helping Zulini build its brand and strengthen its customer-first mindset. Kieran's an experienced leader of large teams as well as using advanced analytics to drive growth. Kieran, welcome. Where do we find you today? Thank you so much. Uh, yes, I'm operating out of my house. Um, uh, you know, uh, you know. Uh, I think like the rest of us and um, yeah, loving it. It's great to meet <laughs> well, you. Great to be here. And it's very, we're very happy to have you with us. And obviously there are upsides on there to working from home, but a whole ton of downsides as well. All right, let's get into it. So for those of us who don't know, could you tell us about Zulily? How long have you guys been around? What sorts of customers do you cater for? And and what makes the value that you provide so unique? Big question, uh, and it's all yours. Oh, of course. Uh, so Zulily was founded in 2010. Uh, it was, you know, one of the big uh, flash sales uh, companies to to emerge out of that time. Uh, it was really focused on moms, babies, and kids. So flash sales site for moms, really focused on uh, discovery and providing a great value for mom. Um, it ended up over the next five years becoming one of the fastest retailers to reach a billion dollars in sales over that time, and. Uh, and um, yeah, it's, it's been a great story. So uh, today uh, we're still largely focused on mom. Um, we've expanded uh, beyond just the flash sales model, but uh, certainly still focused on providing an entertaining shopping experience um, and, uh, and providing great value uh, to moms. And uh, talking of entertaining, of course, sounds like a little doggo in the background. You've got to give the doggo a name check if we're going to keep going, which we are. It's, uh, that's Leo. He's he's our little pup, and uh, I'm guessing it's either the mailman or a delivery man. Um, you know, at the door. Any excuse. <laughs> Very um, cliche. Right now, I've heard you guys talk about the joy of shopping. What does that mean from your perspective? Yes. So, you know, um, Zuli is very different from most other retailers. Uh, if, if you think about the, the standard e-commerce business, you know, you come in, you, you type a, a search term in, like, let's say a pair of socks or something that you need to replenish, uh, you know, socks show up, you choose which one you want based on price and brand. And, and then, you, you know, you go about your day. Uh, we're really, really focused on that idea of serendipitous discovery. Um, so you come to Zulili. Uh, almost as a respite from your day, and to uh, you know get a sense of enjoyment. Um, if you think about you know most most moms out there, they have a lot going on, um, and uh, you know we we want to provide entertainment and that sense of discovery and learning about new brands, uh, as well as finding great deals for for kind of some of the big existing familiar brands uh, that that they know and and love. And so um, uh, the focus is really um, coming back to the site each day, wondering what's on, uh, clicking through, getting a sense of uh, the new brands, as I mentioned, and uh, and just sort of learning more. And then, you know, when the fancy strikes them, um, making a purchase. 
So I'm going to challenge you on one of the words you used there. You said almost entertainment or entertaining. How is it entertaining? In the end, we go online, we're after something specific. We might have our eyes drawn to something we didn't realize. But but where does entertainment come into that experience for the customer? Yeah, I think um, if you think about how um, how many moms and many people in general prefer to shop or browse rather than um, you know, once again, you know, e-commerce has has really transitioned uh, shopping from you know an experience into really just a place where you come in and in a very utilitarian fashion, just choose what you want and, and make the purchase. Um, so yeah, we we want to introduce you to new brands and and um, you know I, I think there's there's very few people out there that don't love finding a great deal uh, on on brands they love or don't love getting introduced. Uh, to a product or a service, be it a restaurant or otherwise, uh, that they can actually go and tell their friends about or brag about or, um, you know, where someone may ask them, where did you get that? And they get the chance to actually describe it and talk about it. So our experience end to end is really focused on that, right? Um, um, returning almost shopping to the to the things that made it fun before e-commerce I, I totally get you. And, and to be honest, even now, uh, as long as there aren't too many people in my way, I just love to stroll around and just see things and just take it all in. So you're creating that online, which is very interesting. And I've heard also, and forgive me if my information is wrong, but that you open a new store every day. How is that possible? What does it actually mean? Yes, absolutely. So we um, actually bring in about a third new inventory uh, into our site. Uh, every single day. So I mentioned uh, that we emerged out of out of the flash sales boom in, in uh, 2010. And uh, what that means is we're bringing on all of these new big brands with great deals, uh, so on and so forth. And uh, we're, we're offering those to mom on, on any given day. Uh, those sales last about 72 hours, so three days. And after that point in time, uh, we roll them off the site and we're bringing in new sales. So uh, any given sale is gonna last three days. And so on average, we're really rotating uh, a lot of our available inventory. Um, you know, to put it another way, if you look at like the Costco's of the world, they may have around like, let's say 4,000 SKUs, uh, you know, available to purchase. Um, and those SKUs are gonna last, you know, over the course of an entire season. Uh, for Zulily, we're talking about offering up like 9,000 new SKUs every single day. Wow. Just to give you a sense of the scale. That's huge. And, you know, you mentioned Costco. So I, I'd love your views on the retail industry. You're obviously doing something that's that's huge online. But the retail industry has also changed in a huge way over the last few years, especially with the pandemic. So how has that impacted your company specifically? What's changed? What would you say has stayed the same? And most importantly, given that the pandemic is, is training us to behave differently, what do you think will stay different in the future? You know, it's interesting. Uh, some things certainly, you know, haven't changed and likely will never change when it comes to shopping and retail, um, regardless of the, the media and regardless of, of um, you know, the times and, and, and your macro effects. Um, you know, customer loyalty and engagement uh, are always going to be the core drivers of a successful organization. And so uh, for us, uh, we haven't lost sight of the fact that we serve mom. And uh, we need to ensure that she has the best possible shopping experience. And that is our mission. Um, and, uh, and, and we want to continue doing that, um, you know, through pandemics, 
through her day to day, through the great events in her life, whatever that may be. Um, we are an online, you know, only business, and uh, as such, uh, with the pandemic, uh, we certainly saw, you know, major shifts in terms of um, uh, customer behavior, especially on our site. Um, and so, a lot more customers that never would have been exposed to us, at least not right now, uh, became exposed to us. Uh, the way I like to think about it, you know, e-commerce and online shopping got pulled forward, let's say, uh, by, by at least a couple of years. Um, and so uh, we're, we're learning to engage shoppers who otherwise would not have organically like kind of come into our site and, uh, and, and make sure that um, we're giving them the best experience possible as well. Uh, I, I think a couple of other things, um, you know, generally that, that are have likely or will will continue shifting. Um, if you look at the last you know five to seven years, uh, at least from a marketing lens, you know performance marketing was was really um, a big focus, right? You you have a, a few major platforms that have emerged, and a lot of businesses really valued, um, you know, being able to optimize the heck out of out of those ads um, in those platforms and grow their business that way. Um, you're starting to see a shift back uh, towards brand building, um, you know, loyalty, finding ways to really engage those customers uh, over time and, and ensure that they they get you and that you get them and that you're building that stronger relationship. So uh, I, I see that continuing to shift as everybody starts jumping online. Uh, performance marketing becomes less of a pure play advantage um, and, uh, and, and you're going to see a return to kind of you know, the, 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 what makes marketing great, right? The brand building, the, the, the connection with, with a company. I do want to explore brand building in, in a moment, but there was one other element to my last question I'd love to get your comment on, which is we're doing things differently now because we're, we're working from home. We don't have as much freedom of movement as we did uh, and people feel safer. Uh, do you think this is going to stick around when we come out of this pandemic era? Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's super interesting. If you had talked to me in the first three months of the pandemic, uh, I probably would have said, no, you know, things will change back. Um, at this stage, I think, um, people have found reasons why working from home, being secure, spending more time with their family, um, you know, they, they see these really positive effects, um, of, of that. Now, on the flip side, you mentioned it earlier, there's there's certainly a lot of reasons why um, you, you would like to work out of, uh, you know, out of an office. Um, you heard my dog, uh, you know, there's an alarm going out on the street right now, um, so on and so forth. And so uh, what, what I think is going to happen is is a blend. Uh, people will not fully return, just, you know, um, eager to jump right back into the office. Um, you're going to see a blend, which means lifestyles will change. People will invest more in their home and ensure that it's a place where they want to be able to work, um, you know, so that they can uh, kind of get the best of both worlds and operate in a different different type of flexibility than ever before. And when it comes to shopping, you think the same thing? People prefer to shop from home? Oh, that's interesting. Um you know, I, I think uh, the, the shift to uh, online was, um, or more online was, was certainly, um, you know, like near inevitable. Uh, it's been pulled forward. Um, it may slightly shift back after the pandemic, but um, I don't know that, um, you know, it disappears altogether. I mean, online is here to stay from my perspective. Yeah. 
So you mentioned the brand and why it's so important to build it. So from your perspective, for an e-commerce company, why is brand so vital? Uh, and what are you bringing to the table in terms of your work on Zulily brand? Uh, no, great questions. Um, hard questions, I'll say. Um, you know, I, I think um, with e-commerce, you you don't have, let's say, a, a storefront on every street corner. Um, you're not necessarily, you know, building a direct relationship with your community. Um, you know, like like as, as stores, you know, used to emerge. You know, if you go back to uh, the '60s, it's like the WalMarts of the world were expanding, or even before that, with Five and Dimes. Um, we're we're at a stage where, look, um, the relationship is online. It's on a screen. It's on a browser. Um, in order to really effectively uh, drive that customer engagement and loyalty, um, they, they need to know that you're speaking to them in some way. Um, so um, who is the customer that you're serving? How are you adding value into her life? Um, and that can be through um, entertainment. It can be through your uh, selection, your offering. It could be convenience. It could be whatever. But um, you have to have a way of in a very short period of time, um, making it very clear how you are adding that value. Um, otherwise, uh, that, that engagement is, is short-lived and the loyalty is unlikely. Um, so I believe the second half of your question, please correct me if I'm wrong, uh, is, is really what are we doing on the, on the Zulily side uh, to, yeah. to, to really focus on brand? Yeah, so um, great question. Uh, we are... Uh, we are doubling, tripling down on, on our focus on mom. You're, you're talking about uh, the, the person that, um, you know, makes a lot of the financial and shopping decisions for a family. You're talking about uh, a person that, you know, the moment uh, she's reborn as a mother, um, you know, has, has giving as a core part of her being. Um, it, 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 uh, it changes her, you know, forever. Um, this is someone that I think we, we can be quite proud to serve. And, uh, and entertaining her, as, as small as that might seem, uh, on, on any given day is, uh, is a mission that we hold quite, quite dear to our hearts. So, uh, you know, look, we, we want to make sure that we're continuing to bring in the right selection uh, for her. Uh, we want to make sure that uh, we're, you know, relying on things like personalization and, uh, and just direct outreach to, uh, to ensure that we're curating the product, you know, just for her in a perfect world. Um, we're showing her what is best for her based on this moment in her life, this season, whatever it may be. Um, and uh, yeah, we want to continue bringing up um, offerings in terms of their actual experience uh, that, that, that work for her. So, um, you know, th there's a lot of different ways through um, uh, engagement and loyalty, um, you know, methods that we, we are actively experimenting with, trying and, and then getting her feedback on to, to make sure we keep uh, honing those into the best possible um, kind of brand building mechanisms that, that we can. It's a living and breathing experiment, constantly fine tuning to get it just right. I love to hear that from you. Um, I know, by the way, that in the past you've played uh, a role of, uh, on the analytics side. You've been a leader of analytics. And now, of course, you're the leader of marketing. I'd love your perspective on the connection between the, what analytics brings to the corporate table and uh, how that mixes very nicely with the marketing effort. You know, I think um, analytics is, especially with e-commerce and in this day and age of, of data flowing through uh, from everywhere, it's, uh, it's, it's a core 
aspect of, uh, of, of running a business. It is a, it's a key pillar, if you will. Um, you, you don't want to be necessarily like so reliant uh, on analytics that you ignore things like brand and customer relationship and customer experience. Um, yeah. But uh, you, I don't think you can run a business without it um, Yeah, these days. So um, from a marketing perspective, I think, um, you know, for myself, it's it's been so critical in being able to assess, hey, are we making the right decisions, both on a day-to-day perspective as well as over a long-term perspective? How do we really understand whether what we're providing adds real value to our customers over a long period of time or whether, you know, we're just sort of um, playing with the numbers, right? And, and so it really allows us to kind of uh, get a sense of that stuff. And then for brand, which is almost always, you know, a, a long-term uh, focus, it's, it's kind of the slow burn, right, it, um, in terms of how how it builds that engagement and loyalty um, takes a long time. And so when you marry the two effectively, you can build a really powerful lasting business. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, it's interesting, you you talk about analytics and data. I I do a lot of speaking on the subject of influence and communication. And every time I'm in front of a tech audience, I explain how important storytelling is, even in data, find the stories in the data, I say. And I know that's something that, that you feel quite strongly about as well. Could you share your perspective on storytelling when it comes to uh, Zulily? Oh man, um, uh, that's a it's a it's a pretty broad broad area for us. I mean, I think both inside Zulily, um, as we're trying to make uh, make those best best decisions for mom and have the best interaction and relationship with mom, uh, as well as even outside of Zulily, when we're um, you know looking to ensure that um, you know we are seen as an authority on on all things mom and her experience. Uh, you know, data is is very, a very powerful way to be able to um, develop takeaways and learnings. But um, you can't just throw a bunch of data on a page and, and publish a news article. Um, people don't have enough time to really go through and suss out uh, what it is you're trying to say, right? In term, even if it's as simple as, hey, what what toys uh, you know are moms buying you know over the holidays. Um, you really need to be able to craft a story so that people can very quickly internalize uh, what it is that uh, that you're trying to tell them and buy into it and take that why and really advocate for the message uh, that that you're you're pushing through. And do you try and get that approach across the whole organization? Because obviously as CMO, you're marketing to the outside world, but sometimes that also means marketing to the inside world as well. I mean, it's critical. It is very critical. You know, I, I think um, coming from analytics and and you know learning and, and honing and having made mistakes, the trial and error. Um, I've 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 seen when you know a great finding uh, ends up just falling flat because people just don't get it. Uh, and I've seen where a very simple finding, uh, you know, can drive massive uh, change in a business all because of the story that was told and how quickly everyone was able to understand it and then mobilize off the back of it. So uh, yeah, storytelling is is maybe one of the most critical things you can do both in a business, outside of a business. I mean, I think even as humans, really, you know, we're, I think civilization is probably built off the back of storytelling. So um, it, it's no different from, from a business. From the earliest cave drawings, very happy to hear you yeah, say absolutely. that, absolutely. right? 
Um, oh my goodness, our time is almost up. So a couple more things. Uh, I have to ask you this. You're, you're a global online retailer, but you compete with the likes of Amazon, Alibaba and others. You're making a go of it. How do you go up against giants like that and still come away with some profit? You know, it's interesting. Um, a lot of these these giants, they, they focus on um, quite different things, right? Uh, if you think about where the the uh, company is, you know, from a balance perspective, um, many of those companies are balanced in a different way than we are. So uh, we are focused on that serendipitous discovery. I don't think you go to Amazon to, you know, scroll through Amazon and, and see what's up, right? Uh, see what's new, see what's interesting. Um, it's, it's not a particularly curated experience, right? You go for the search bar. Um, Amazon also is, is very heavily weighted to uh, convenience, right? You want those socks, you land, you search for the sock, you hit buy, and it, it arrives two days later. Um, you're, you're often paying up for that experience, right? Um, be it through Prime or some other um, mechanism. And it can be quite expensive for the large majority of Americans, right? Like outside of the coast. Um, we're, we're focused on, you know, our balance is in a different place. So one, um, that discovery, we have to make sure we're showing you something that's relevant, interesting, and engaging. And then uh, price um, and value. Um, we want to make sure that we're driving the best value possible. So how are we doing that? Uh, one, uh, we actually make sure that we're able to save on things like inventory risk and whatnot because uh, we buy the product when the customer buys the product. So although it may take a little bit longer uh, to get to the customer, she's actually saving money uh, as a result of it. Um, so we're and, and many of our moms, right, um, actually value uh, those savings over the convenience of getting something over two days. Um, so long story short, I think uh, our focus is is really in a very different place from from those other businesses, and uh, it allows us to you know grow and thrive as as a result. I do love that you found this this subtle differentiator, which you explained so well, and that's ended up becoming the niche. Fascinating, fascinating work you're yeah. doing. Uh, last question. Uh, really, what's next? What's next for Zulili? What's next uh, for you as we as we push through 2021? Oh man, hard question. Um, I think for Zulili, uh, you know, I'm I'm uh, really excited about the direction that we're going. Um, you know, really excited about all of the learnings that that we've gotten over the course of, of this last year. Uh, we are growing. We are uh, we are hiring, and uh, we're we're kind of making a big big push. Uh, in a lot of different ways, doubling down on, on mom, as I mentioned, doubling down on uh, entertainment. Um, and uh, what that means is a lot of focus on the experience and, uh, and that kind of long-term engagement. So um, uh, that's, that's, that's kind of the story. Fantastic. Well, Kieran Akineni, we really appreciate that you've spent this time with us and given us a little bit of insight into your remarkable organization. Thank you so much. The Art of the Pivot is brought to you by Signavio.